Cryptozoology is, by its very nature, elusive. Thus, we cannot say that we are exactly bringing you the facts. But we will do our best to help you see these mythical legends as we do. So sit back, relax, and wait. What's that behind you? <laughs> Never mind. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Cryptids on Cryptids. I'm Martin. I'm Sid. And this is a folklore and... podcast, I guess. Okay, we're we're doing so well in this intro. What are we talking about this we're week? We're killing it. <laughs> we got the Dover Demon this week, and I do love this boy. Uh, you mentioned just before we hopped in to start the recording that your notes looked a little lacking. Yes. Uh, and that is because this story is pretty pretty short and sweet. Oh. But I have never laughed harder doing research. Oh boy. We've had some silly we've had some silly guys on this show. So We've I would, had some truly silly friends. Yeah, I would love to know what's so silly about um the Dover Demon. The Dover Demon. Like it sounds so scary. Like when I say Dover Demon, you have like a picture in your head. Yeah, cuz like Dover is like I don't know if it's like it's like U.S. Dover, right? Massachusetts Dover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like Massachusetts Dover, and then there's like fucking like British Dover, which is like <laughs> I don't know why, yeah. but like it's maybe it's just because it's old, but it gives me the like spookies, spooky. It gives you the spookies. Yeah. Nah, Dover, Massachusetts, is mostly like farmish area. It's a bit out of Boston. Yeah, yeah. I've been uh, through there. It's pretty. Yeah. Uh, but I bring I bring this up because I need you to have like an image in your head. Uh, of what, of like the type of people who live around Dover. Uh, yes. Dover is farmland primarily. Yeah. So I need you to picture like a very a very country person. Yeah. Yeah. Not like southern like, country, dry, but like. Not like southern country, but like, like. There's a specific mm, type of okay. I know that you haven't been to the Northeast that much, but there's like no, a very specific type of country that exists in the Northeast. And it is like, it's like, they're like almost hoarders. You know what I mean? Like they've got like, yeah. just like old junk all over their yard. They have like a home and then they have like a mobile home that they like do other shit in and yeah, it's r- rural areas in the northeast especially. It's like it's really weird. It seems anytime I hear about like what rural areas in the northeast look like, it seems to me almost like something straight out of a TV show. Yeah. Just because like the Midwest brand of country fits is not like the same as the southern brand of country, but it like fits in pretty well oh huh? yeah it's, it's the like yeah it's the like camo and atv kind of country you know what i mean it's, yeah camo and atv drives a tractor to school kind of country yeah. and i say that going to a high school 
where, where we people d- drove I tractors knew a guy who yeah. drove a truck that was like an old construction truck. Like it had the like fucking yeah. construction lights and shit on it. Like that's yeah. that yeah. I go visit like my relatives and I come back with a little bit of an accent. Yeah. Uh I tried really hard not to have it on the podcast. <laughs> Hope it worked. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, it's fine. We still say but, y'all. It's, um, you know. We say y'all. It's an affectation. Yeah. How it's how that be. Yeah. It's truly how that be. But like that is the type the the northeast type of country is what we're dealing with right now mm-hmm. is that sort of area that sort of type of person because a lot of like cryptid interaction depends very heavily on the type of people who interacted with exactly it. we talked yeah, about we talked- the Fresno Nightcrawlers and how it was like a family home and the man just came out and he's like no and then <laughs> walked right back inside yeah and we we even talked about with like the lizard man. Where, like, it was through, like, a, a neighborhood, right? Yeah. Where it, like, got on yeah. top of some kid's car. And they floored it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> different people will react differently to seeing weird shit. Yeah. Uh, For and, sure. And and so that's the type of person we're having interact with the Dover Demon now. We haven't talked about what the Dover Demon looks okay, like. Okay, can you? Yes, please tell me. Okay, have you seen the movie Megamind? Yes, it's one of the greatest uh, animated movies of all time. It is truly a masterpiece. It is, it's so good. But, okay, take the guy from Megamind. Megamind from Megamind. Megamind, Megamind, if you will. Yeah. Mr. Picture Megamind. Him. Yeah? Mr. Megamind. Yeah. Make him, like... Mm, More or less blue. Four and a half feet tall? So much shorter. Much shorter. Like, take that body slider. Like, you know the one where it's like, are they, are they like muscular or are they like stick thin? Yeah, like, like the take like, that. triangle of like fat to muscular to... Yeah, fat to, to muscular. The fallout Take one. that triangle, slam it immediately in like the nothing category. Yeah, the twink position. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You heard me. I heard you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Diagnose him with twink. Uh. Mm-hmm. Take the forehead. Yeah. Bigger. 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 Like bulbous. Like five head, six head. Like at least a seven or eight. Oh head. shit. Yeah. Make it big. Uh. Make the the chin and just elongate it. Like the head is about as big as the body. That's great. I love that. Make it quadrupedal with like these terrifying like little stick like hands. Okay. Make it orange. Orange. And make the eyes glow. What color do the eyes glow? They just do. <laughs> it's not like. It's not like orange and blue. Yeah. Okay. It is. He's not a Gators boy. He's <laughs> just a glow boy. He's just a glow boy. Just a glow All right, boy. I'm picturing white. Because like, like, yeah, yeah, like a whitish, glow. like light. It may or may not glow orange. I, I don't know. 
is this like a thing with like flamingos where they eat like the pink shrimp and then they're all pink? Does this guy just eat too many oranges or? I was terrified what you were going to fill that last bit with, but oranges <laughs> makes way more sense than whatever I was thinking. Uh, well, now we have to know what you were thinking, Sid. I don't know. I don't know. What, what would have been the worst possible option? Like that he just eats like chunks of rock salt. Chunks of rock salt? Okay, pretty good. I was going to say maybe he just drinks orange paint. That's an option. You just hook this boy up to Fanta. <laughs> like <laughs> This guy uh, crawls into your house at night and eats all the chips of orange lead paint. I thought you were going to say eats all the Doritos chips. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what happened to him maybe he fell in like a doritos dust bowl it's like the joker you know the like thing where he falls into like that no except it's like bubbling fanta and dorito dust <laughs> dorito god gross <laughs> do they make an orange mountain Dew? i feel like i need to know this okay. now give me a second can i tell you something right now that i know they do make yeah hit me they do make a doritos flavored mountain dew what the hell? Yes. For whom? I don't know. They do make an Orange Mountain Dew. It's called Livewire. Oh my god. That's the most Mountain Dew thing I've ever heard. It's a kickstart. <laughs> um, they also... Oh god, what was I gonna... I don't remember. Mountain, Mountain Dew, Dew makes a lot live of wire weird Dew. fucking terrible things. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. There was a um, Hawaiian Punch... And there were two different oh. Hawaiian punches. Like, they had different labels on them, but they were the exact same color of orange. Yeah. Um, and you know how everyone just, like, refers to Hawaiian punch by its color, right? So Yeah, just like Gatorade. Yeah. So I was just, like, I was in the store with my friends, and we were buying a giant thing of Hawaiian punch. Don't ask why. Um, and <laughs> I just point to them, and I go, do you want the orange or the orange? And... <laughs> He goes, are they different? And I said, yeah. And he literally, I don't know why that was so funny to him, but he literally fell on the fucking floor laughing in the middle of the goddamn oh store. God. Like, do you want orange or orange? Are they different? Yeah. Yeah, they were. They had different fruits on the front, too. It's crazy. You just didn't tell him how they were different. You just said they were. <laughs> yeah, they're different. Yeah. I have looked up varieties of Mountain Dew. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we need to take a moment to discuss that there are region-locked Mountain Dews. Oh, yes. There's a new one they just came out with that's pineapple-flavored. Super what? good. God, I want that. It's super good. It's limited time, so fucking get it, Sid. I want some. Okay, right so they now. have Mountain Dew. They have Code Red. Yeah. They have Live Wire. They have Pitch Black Mountain Dew. I don't know what... Oh, that tastes they like? released over the summer. It's called Mountain Dew Liberty, and it was a mix of all the Mountain Dew flavors. I feel like that would kill me. Like, you want to go back. I drank like, it, you know and those... it hurt. It hurt my body. You know those posts where it's like, what's something that would kill a Victorian-era small child? Yes. That. Mountain Dew Liberty would kill a small child. Not I even a last... Victorian child. Just a, any small child. That oh, there's Mountain Dew Game Fuel. Yeah, there's Gamer Fuel. That's the Dorito one, I think. They still, they, okay, so apparently they released it to promote Halo 3, mm -hmm. but, like, they've done it again to promote, like, 
I think it was Call of Duty. Every other, yeah, like Call of Duty, Dead Rising, World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah, I think it will kill you because it says it tastes like Amp Overdrive, which will kill you. (laughs) Uh, Mountain Dew is honestly probably a hundred percent what the Dover Demon drinks. God, there's so much of it. They made a spiked lemonade. What's it spiked with? Mountain Dew. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's not even spiked with, like, when they say spiked, I assume it's, like, alcohol with something. Yeah, with alcohol. This is just spiked with thirst-quenching prickly pear cactus juice. This is Mountain Dew, what the wild. fuck? <laughs> I urge you to... Voodoo. There's, like, a whole Wikipedia page that just, like, lists all the Mountain Dew flavors. Just, like, take I'm some it. time and go through it. Because it's fucking insane. God, it gets worse. And they combined like, the all those down into down one go, drink. And they sold it. They had a candy corn flavored Mountain Dew. Yes. No. <laughs> Nobody likes can- nobody wants candy corn. I love candy corn. Oh, I'm sorry. Corn like so in good. liquid form. Yeah, I I wouldn't like, want to drink candy corn. Candy corn is like a flavor that requires a chew, you know? It requires it to feel like plastic in my mouth. Yeah, like That's the important. texture is an essential part of candy corn. Yes. If you were to take candy corn and liquefy it and hand it to me, I'd be like this is baby oil. <laughs> This is terrifying and disgusting. I am horrified, mortified, and just hurt. Honestly, hurt. Mountain Dew. Hurt. Mountain Dew, why the fuck? I mean, okay, now that you mention it, though, the Dover Demon does look like he subsists heavily on Mountain Dew. Yeah, right? Maybe the Dover Demon is just a gamer. He's he's just a gamer, bro. Or maybe. I mean, don't. A bird. God damn it! <laughs> you made me wait for that one. You made me wait. Yep. Oh my god. Look, I don't. We haven't even. I don't think this thing's a bird. It. It's basically. It's basically like, the opposite, of the Fresno Nightcrawler, if you think about it. Yeah. Because that one was like all leg with a tiny melon. This thing's like a fucking watermelon attached to a chihuahua. Like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you say that, but it does look like two watermelons that have been fused together in like a terrifying 70s fruit bowl kind of way. Oh, boy. And then just like given sentience. Yeah. It's got a little dog body on there. But the legs are too long. Okay, maybe like an Italian greyhound. Okay, yeah, With actually, just, like, that'll just, like, two watermelons track. for a head. <laughs> Those poor little dudes have bicycle <laughs> seat faces. They go right into a watermelon. An Italian greyhound's face looks how I feel emotionally on any given day. <laughs> like, yeah. have you ever held an Italian greyhound and looked into its little eyes? There's nothing in between their ears. Like... <laughs> Yeah. They're powered purely by fear and food, and that's it. Like, I have... They're adorable dogs. They're so cute, but they look terrified 
all the time. <laughs> he looks so scared. Yeah. Like, they have no thoughts, but, like, fear and food. Yeah. And personally, I relate to that. I relate to that. You know what? I relate to that, too. I relate to that. And, like... <laughs> no thoughts, head like, empty. No thoughts, head empty. Yeah. Only terror. Yeah, they just quake. That's it. I don't know why chihuahuas have, like, the the stereotype of being, like, the dogs that shake. Yeah. When, like, there are so many other dogs that shake just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, well, so my dog, instead of barking, um, she, like, just trembles, like, very uh, excitedly. Like, at something? Yeah. When, like, directed instead tremble? Instead of barking at it, yeah. That's, oh. So, we like to say that someone has turned her to vibrate. Instead of... Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no. Just, like, sound off. Set to vibrate. And, yeah, that's that's her whole deal. She's a great dog. Set to vibrate. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she doesn't I bark. I feel bad just I have thinking not once, about that. I have not once ever heard my dog bark. Do you think and the like, Dover Demon just, like, what kind of sound does it make? Get out of my room, Mom. I'm playing Minecraft. <laughs> does it? Okay, here's my pitch. This is what it sounds like. Um, actually? Oh, my God. <laughs> it fits. Yeah. It fits. Oh, it fits. Five head. Like, this critter comes from, like, the 70s, like, uh-huh. 1977 in specifics. We haven't even talked about any of the sightings of this boy. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, because I, d- I didn't include it in your notes. Because pretty <laughs> much what happened is it's an interaction between something that looks like it has subsisted on nothing but Mountain Dew and Doritos came into contact with a specifically northeastern country person. In the 70s. I guess. Wait, please just tell me. Just tell me about this, because I need to hear it. So, okay. It all starts with 17-year-old William Bartlett. Okay. Who was driving home on April 21st, 1977. And he... Like, there's farm country, and so he's driving through the farm country, and there's these stone walls that sort of surround people's property. Yeah. You know? And he is with, like, a group of his friends. They're driving home. And then they look over onto, like, the stone wall. And they see something, like, crouched and, like, crawling on the stone wall. And so he's like, oh, you know, that's a cat or whatever. Yeah. And then the headlights flash up to it. And they get the, the silhouette of the Dover demon. With so, its like big-ass fucking watermelon head. And it's spindly ass, tiny little legs. And so then, as they, like, hit it with the headlights, it turns its head and, like, stares into the light and looks at them with two large, round, glassy, like, no lids on the eyes just, like, glowing at them. Okay, so my question is... Yeah. Maybe it's an owl. That's possible, 
if it didn't have a watermelon shaped like watermelon sized head that's the same size as the rest of the body and it's peach colored <laughs> well you know they things said, are wonky in the 70s maybe the headlights were making it look that way and it they maybe s- was just the owl was the head part and then it had like a raccoon or something are you suggesting this is like two owls in a trench coat I'm saying it's a owl that is got a raccoon. That's that's possible. Look, I'm just but the trying skin to put has some a texture like rough sandpaper, like wet <laughs> sandpaper. Okay, like it's so gross. I'm just trying to walk with this whole bird theory thing because I, you know what? Maybe it is a bird. That's all I'm saying. Is maybe it's a bird. You could argue that its little arms look like chicken wings. <laughs> okay, I need to look up a picture of this. <laughs> you gotta. Folks at home, if you haven't, you should. Go look it up. Find it on our Twitter. Whatever. Uh, if you want to find like, our Twitter, the link's in the description below the episode. They literally, like, put the headlights on it, the fingers curl around the stone rock wall, and then it just books it away. Ah. And then they leave. And later, they have, like... Okay, this thing looks like uh, a fucking, like... Like a moon child. Holy shit. Yeah. Because then they, they go and they ask the... There there are multiple um, sightings of this. This creature. And so they go back and they ask... Most of them are teenagers who saw it. And so they go back and they ask, like... Hey... Like, would you describe what you saw? Draw what you saw? And so William writes, like, draws the sketch and then writes on it, I, Bill Bartlett, swear on a stack of Bibles that I saw this creature. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. That, on yeah. a stack of Bibles. On a stack of Bibles. Can you do that? Can you stack God? <laughs> Does that work? Like, because, I... like, swearing on a Bible is like swearing to God, right? So, like, if there's more than one Bible... You just like it's like doubling it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I... <laughs> I don't know how swearing works. Like if you like swear on your mother's life but your parents are lesbians, does that double it or I don't know. That's such a good question. Yeah. No, hang on. Like we're running with this now because I'm curious. Yeah, right? Cause like does it double it? Does it double it? Or does it half it? Because it, it's like one swear but two moms. Or one swear but know. four Bibles. I don't know. Does it double it? I feel like if a Bible, it would stack. Because mm-hmm. that's like you swore on multiple things. Yeah. But like if you swear on your mother's life and you say specifically one mother, then I think that... Hmm. And then if you break that swear, is it like Sophie's choice, swear. but like the, the other way around? I've never seen Sophie's choice. Hang on, I gotta look this up. <laughs> I'm like 90% sure Sophie's that Sophie's choice, choice is like she has to choose between her two kids. Sophie's choice. Uh, or maybe that's a different one. Oh my god, this is super dark. Yeah, right? 
Yeah, this is really bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so it's kind of like Sophie's Choice, but the opposite. That's what I'm saying. Does that make sense? Anyway, I... yeah, I don't know. Just You know what? Just leave a comment. <laughs> it's really, or... really dark. That's <laughs> Leave a comment or tweet at us or uh, whatever. Tell us if, you know, swearing on your mother's life, but if you have two moms. I thought Sophie's Choice was like, oh... Okay, no, I was. I thought that movie was something completely different. Right. Um. Then you actually learn what it is, and it's terrible. That's that's awful. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, no, I thought it was. Okay, no, never mind. Uh, back to this weird mega mind looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, it's only teens that have seen him. Only right? teens only teens so the first sighting is a group of 17 year olds the next sighting is a 15 year old uh who's interesting leaving his girlfriend's house uh, his name is john baxter he's leaving his girlfriend's house drama uh drama i don't know maybe this guy's getting like a scoop for his school paper or some shit <laughs> that's actually a theory like straight up that's a theory oh my god yeah and so he's at his girlfriend's house he turns and leaves uh and he's walking home and he sees someone approaching him because the person is short he assumes it's someone he knows uh Uh and he calls out there's no response and so he continues to walk towards this thing until finally it stops moving and then he stops Baxter does and asks like who like who are you and then then, he replies in a voice as cold as wet gravel cold as wet gravel yep (laughs) that's my metaphor I'm sticking with cold as wet gravel well it's a simile but hold on I'm sticking with it yep okay As cold as wet gravel. Why do you have that weirdly specific experience? That's just Why did you touch it? It's wet. (laughs) It's gross. (laughs) Fuck. That's just what his voice sounds like. He just, he doesn't even respond. He just walks up and he's like, who is that? And then it's super dark. So he tries to get a better look. He takes one step towards the thing and it books it away. Oh? Yeah, just like the literal word they use is scurry in the description. See this thing? I feel like it moves like a spider. You know what I mean? That is terrifying and I hate it. Absolutely continue. Uh, like... (laughs) Like, the legs all, like, splayed out, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, it seems to move, like, one leg at a time. You know what I mean? But super fast. No. I, in my mind, I know it's really dumb, but I imagined it moved like that dancing clown from It. <laughs> With each of the sets of legs moving independently. Yeah. 
So it's like going like that. You can't see me move, but like know that it looks dumb. Uh, yeah. But like he gets close to it, it books it, mm-hmm. and so he follows it, and he then in the in like the forest is able to see the silhouette of this thing climbed up a tree, like a spider. Uh, Ooh. and he's like. The body reminds him of a monkey, except for the dark figure eight shaped head. The what? The head is figure eight shaped. It's got the bump in the middle where the eyes are. Mm-hmm. And so then as he like he follows it in, it's like molded around a rock a bit from a tree. Not up the tree, it's around a rock a bit from a tree. He looks at it. It looks at him, and then he realizes he's never seen anything like this, and that he should probably leave. Yeah. And then he leaves. <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm... He literally, like, as he's running away from this creature, hitchhikes a car ride and just gets out of there. You know, no one talks about this, but, like, I feel like if hitchhiking hadn't been so normalized, a lot less serial killers would have, like happened yeah yeah right i mean like personally i could never imagine myself hitchhiking yeah i know people still do it yeah i just can't i don't know i guess like having someone in my car would make me incredibly nervous if i don't know them i don't know what kind of music they like i don't know what playlist i should have on like (laughs) i know nothing about them (laughs) Uber drivers strikes off have... Uber driver from future career list. I can't, dude. I can't. Uh, I never. A, went my to car's Uber not driver. that clean. <laughs> it's never been to Uber driver. My car's not nearly clean enough to be an Uber driver. No, like for no. sure not. For sure not. And then I don't have like a bad music taste. But it's not good. <laughs> um, you know what? The first step is admitting it, Sid. It's not good. I listen to country music unironically. And I'll admit that on this podcast. Wow. I listen to a very specific genre of country music. Uh, and it's Man Sims for His Wife. And that's it. You know uh, what? Pretty good. Pretty good. I like, just like, like yeah. old country, like... You know? Old country is pretty good. Yeah. Because, like... Like, yeah. It's good. I draw the line with modern bro country is where I tend to have oh, a problem. Oh, yeah. No. But if it's, like, some dude being like, that's my wife and I love her. Like, that's my shit. That's a good song. <laughs> that's a good song. That's a good song. Or if it's, like... Also, those country songs uh, where it's, like, a woman and she's like, yeah, uh, my... <laughs> Husband was a dick, so I fucking killed him. <laughs> That's good country. I know exactly what song you're talking about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Goodbye Earl, and it's a good song. Yes, Goodbye Earl is a great song. She, like, I remember, because my mom listened to a ton of country when I was really, really little. I remember when I realized what that song was about. Uh-huh. I was sitting in the car, and then 
there's the line where it's like, put him in the trunk. Mm-hmm. And I had read a crime novel because I think I was like six or seven and I had probably should not have been reading it, but someone left me unattended and I just found it. I had read a crime book. You know how you do. And you read some Agatha Christie. In it, you read some... Yeah. Like, because my parents read me Agatha Christie when I was little because I liked it. Yeah. Uh, and so we had read something in that where, like, a body had ended up, like, in a trunk. And then I, in that moment, realized, and I was like, oh, my God, she killed him. And my mom was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, he's dead. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> Did you just realize that? And I was like, yes. <laughs> this is terrifying. It's the song. He's dead. There's another one where, like, a woman keys a guy's car. Yeah. And I had never, like, I didn't know what keying a car was. And so I was like, did she just stab his car? Like, all I could picture was, like, her with a knife just, like, carving it into the side of his car. And I'm like, that's a lot of work, (laughs) I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, you just take a key and you scrape the paint off. Because, like, yeah, I guess. I've I, never I've never considered a car. <laughs> I'll take your... I didn't know what keying a car was. I'd never, like, been allowed to touch a car key when I was little. Because my parents knew I was feral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I was, but, like... <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair, like, if you had given me a car key, I would have gone out and tried to drive a car. Like, I would have tried to drive a it's car. It's just a fact. Yeah. I was allowed to ride a go-kart once mm-hmm. and drove it off the track, and the Magic Mountain employees had to come get me. <laughs> and I felt so bad. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I when, when I was little, um, I went to Magic Kingdom. What's it called? Is that it? Magic Kingdom? Magic Mountain. Magic Mountain. Yeah. Magic Mountain. I went there for some kid's birthday party, and there was another kid who I really didn't like. Um, so yeah. when we were on the go-kart track, I um, drove my car into him. Well, into <laughs> his car. They had bumper boats. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I did was I pinned his car to the side of the track. You know how they're, like, the tires there? You can, like, yeah. pin them. Yeah, so I pinned his car to the side of the track, and they removed both of us from the go-kart track incredible yeah it was great <laughs> incredible magic mountain birthday parties were the best yeah like growing up that was the you remember they had that fun. air cannon where you I loved shoot the, the ball. air cannon yeah yeah shoot the ball at just random it... fucking kids there were no consequences was... it was magic mountain it's a lawless land yeah because like you ever shoot one on a my parent? favorite oh no just to see what happened <laughs> what what could you do a kid at the top of a tower that you can't climb up because you're too fucking big shoots you with a fucking plastic ball. What can you do? Nothing, Nothing. I think. Nothing. Nothing. What do you say? One parent complained. I don't know. To my parents. Oh, and so I this got, was the yeah, thing I you did? In, I got in trouble. I had... I think the only incident I had at Magic Mountain was I could... Me learning how to swim is a very recent development. Oh. In in my life journey. 
uh, I was terrified of water when I was younger. But if I could see the bottom, it tended to be more okay. Yeah. So, like, at this point in my life, I was about eight. I was okay with swimming pools. Like, we had gotten to the point where I was okay being near a swimming pool. And the Magic Mountain we had gone to had bumper boats. Fun. With, like, little tennis ball cannons on them. So you would, like, shoot other people in the bumper boats, right? Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I fell out of the bumper boat. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that water like, is nasty. Either di- like either getting out of the bumper boat or getting into it, and I slipped and fell. And, like, they stopped everything and got me out, and, like, it was fine. But I was just standing in the pool, like, I'm gonna die in the Magic Mountain bumper boat pool. <laughs> oh, no. Because I can't swim. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know I what have was the very... absolute best though? Yeah, go ahead. Yo, did you do one of those like obstacle courses at Magic Mountain? No. Like, I don't know if this was just like, it might not have been a Magic Mountain. It might have been something different. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm looking it up to see if I can find it. It was like a foam obstacle course. Oh. And. Like, pretty much what would happen is you'd run through it, and it had, like, multi-layers of, like, things you could climb, like, slides, and the most important thing that it had were these big, swinging, like, pendulum, basically punching bag sort oh, of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what I remember, because I was bigger than any of my friends for a good long time, just because I had my growth spurt early. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could move those. And they couldn't. So what I would do is when I would go through, I would just body check one of those. And so it would swing back and just plow my friend over. Yeah. No, you just like, you just throw it back. You know? Yeah. You throw it back. And you're then when they get hit with it, you're, you're just like, I was trying to help. I was trying to give it to you. You know? Yeah. I was trying to like. This podcast is becoming me just teaching other people how to be a bad child. <laughs> don't let your kids listen to this podcast because they'll get some fucking ideas my bad guys (laughs) there's profanity too but like oh yeah fuck the profanity it doesn't matter uh don't let your kid get ideas don't let your kid i do remember like oh my god and they always had those towers you could climb Mm -hmm. that were like layered so like one side would be filled in and then you were supposed to like serpentine your way up Mm -hmm. i remember tripped I tripped and then fell down one of those. Yeah. Like ping-ponged my way down, made it to the bottom, and my mom was like, are you dead? <laughs> and I was like, no. I fell down. You know, at the McDonald's, how they have that, but it's worse because it's all made out of hard plastic? Yeah. I fell down one of those. That hurts. I've done it that. It hurts. It sucks. That was the first time I ever cracked my back. Is great. Oh, my God. The only time, like, I cracked my knee uh-huh. on a slide because one of my friends was trying to push me down the slide backwards and I didn't want to go. So I, like, tried to use my leg as a brace, cracked my knee, and it hurt so bad I just fell down the slide. <laughs> oh, my God. Children are durable. <laughs> I just had, like, like, you know how sometimes, like, you just, like, repress memories, right? 
Yeah, yeah. I just had, like, a memory of this, like, fucking rusted-ass metal tube that they called a slide at my at my elementary school. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a slide. It was a rusted-ass metal tube. And it got really hot. So, like, when we were really young, the challenge would be to see who could stay in the hot metal tube the longest. That's not... No. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know why. It was basically, like, they let us play on construction equipment. So, like... <laughs> I remember, was it in, like, did you guys have the wood chips? Yeah, the wood chips. As playground gravel? Yeah. Because, like, uh, I see now that a ton of parks have, like, the soft rubber pads. Mm-hmm. Yo, we had a kid get, like, an entire wood chip stuck in his palm. Yeah. Yeah. I knew a kid who ate the wood chips. What? Why? <laughs> I don't know. I never asked. What nutritional value do you get from eating a wood chip? Fiber? Legitimate question. Like, if you can tell me, I want to know. Fiber. Right? Hang on. Is there fiber in wood chips? <laughs> There's fiber in wood. Yeah. We can't digest it, but there sure is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The kid also, like, like, I don't know. He also ate, like, screws and, like, just random bits of metal. What? Why? I don't know. I never asked. Oh, no. That's so bad. That's so bad. Yeah, he just ate stuff. He just ate things. No one stopped him. Yeah. Imagine being out there a child. No supervision, just eating screws. Just eating whatever you want. I ate grass one time. Uh, grass is good. Like, yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. Key. I did a lot of dumb things as a child. So did I. I, like, I didn't get in trouble a lot, but I did things that I look back and I'm like, damn, there was no conscious thought. Like, <laughs> yeah, not no even a little. Fuck. No thoughts, head empty, only durability. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I remember there was this big ass fucking tower that if you climbed on the outside the right way, you could get on top of it where you weren't supposed to go on our old yeah. playground, and we would just jump off that. Yeah, just and for fun. flap our coats to see if we could fly. And no, we could have. Oh. We never would have been able to fly. Like, yeah. But hey. Anytime I see a kid doing that, I'm always like, that's just, that's childhood right there. That is childhood. Just jumping off a building, like, with a parachute, hoping that the sheep <laughs> will save you. Yeah. But instead, I you climbed just up have on a sore roof. ankle for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. Or you just, like, tank a fall. Yeah. <laughs> when I was, like, in the house I grew up in, we had, like, a tree growing up the side of the house. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And... If you climbed up on it, you could get onto the roof. Oh. Because, like, everyone knows pine trees are the easiest tree to climb. They are the easiest tree to climb. Facts. So I'm like, if I could climb on that, I could get up onto, like, the roof. Because it was, like, one of those houses that has, like, a lower roof and then a higher roof. You know, Mm because there's, like, the garage and the rest of the house. So I could climb up onto the garage roof if I climbed the tree. So I climbed the tree. 
and I got up onto the garage roof. And all I remember is my mom going, no, <laughs> like at the top of her lungs. Because it was after like a middle school dance. And so <laughs> I was in like a neon green, like crop top over a tank top with like orange skinny jeans and like Doc Martens. Oh I had managed God. to climb a pine tree and I was armed with like a marshmallow bow and arrow just like on the garage roof, like ready to rumble. Yeah. Because <laughs> like middle school dances were such a weird experience. They were. Nothing. There's no dancing that goes on in a middle school dance. There's like dodgeball <laughs> and pizza. <laughs> You know what? I don't think we've had a tangent this long since the Ice Age incident. Oh my god, no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Is there anything like, else I feel like... we need to talk about about the Dover Demon, or should we just keep reminiscing? Part of me is like, in our reminiscing, we truly capture the essence of the Dover Demon, and the fact that he literally showed up, like, they saw him, and then they never saw him again. And, like, the only thing that people can, like, compare the Dover Demon to is the species of aliens that they call, quote-unquote, grayskins. Yeah. I, where it's, like, the traditional idea of an alien. But the only thing is, with the Dover Demon, you saw, like, nothing near him. Which, to me, like, really does just seem like an alien out here absolutely just blasting through life not a care in the world he might just be like an alien's dog that got loose (laughs) straight up though like actually maybe yeah because like the only thing they could think of is like if someone had a pet gibbon (laughs) and it just got out yeah i mean like this thing really, I don't know why it gives me, like, major, like, just, like, dog energy. You know what I mean? It gives like, me, like... Like, very skittish dog. Either dog or child energy. Yeah. Where, like, you don't know what he's gonna do next, but, like, it's gonna be something, and you may or may not need a net. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know what's going to happen next, but odds are it's not the best idea anyone ever had. It's not like a top tier outcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Dover Demon, feral. All right. Yeah. But we love him because he's weird. He's he's feral and that makes me want to fight him all the time. Welcome really to Marty's Fight like... Corner. Um... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Could I, hit me. could I fight the Dover Demon? Yes, his head's the size of two very, very large marbles. Um, God, what the fuck? Why do I have the worst comparisons today? Why is that just what's going on in my brain? Uh, Anyway, yeah, I think I could fight him. I mean, I have full, like, I have full confidence that you could fight him. Yeah. The idea is finding him, I think, is the harder bit. Yeah, you gotta catch him. Yeah. You, like, you'd have to... It would be like a Pokemon battle, in a way. Yeah. That, like, you would have to... It's like an Abra. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just you, go you in and punch it. Away. You gotta, you gotta fucking grab it. <laughs> that always interests me. I've been replaying a Pokemon game, and, like, in it, 
it's it's one of those let's go ones the let's go eevee oh yeah and like in it pokemon are the size that they would actually be like they're they're done to scale oh god and so oh god a wild b uh it means that, like, the Pokemon you can actually interact with, like, in the overworld in a way that seems, I guess, like, I'm going to say authentic. Like, it just seems, like, natural, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned this because, like, I tried to catch an Abra the other day and they really will just, like, leave. Yeah. And I'm like, what would happen if I tackled an Abra and it, like, tried to teleport away? Would it take me with it? Because it does in, like... The original games, like, if you teleport with an Abra, like, it's a move that you can use, and you'll go somewhere. I think, canonically, in the show, it can choose what it takes with it. Okay. So, That's incredibly powerful, though. Yeah. Like, you could totally have a robber with an Abra partner just, like, kill in the game. Right? Because you don't even have to break in. You can just teleport in. You just swoop in and then swoop back out. Like, do they have to make teleportation-proof banks? That is a good point. Because, like, even if they stored all their money electronically, you could just have somebody with, like, a Porygon. Or, like, a Rotom, yeah. Yeah. Man, the Pokemon world would be so (laughs) unsafe. (laughs) Incredibly. You're giving children, like, military-grade weapons. Yeah. In the form of animals and being like, hey, go. Well, can we talk about how, like... In the show, Ash just, like, casually picks up Pikachu, but Pikachu's, like, canonically, like, 100 pounds. He picks up a Larvitar, too. Yeah, which is also, like, canonically 100 pounds. Like, it's something like 50 kilos. Yeah. Sh- it, Does that translate to 100 pounds? They're too pounds? big. I don't know. I don't know the conversion rate. Kilos. Yeah, it's 110 pounds. Yeah. He just for, picks one up. For a Larvitar. Like, my point is Ash is incredibly resilient. He's been oh hit by God, the Thunderbolt and it hasn't died. Can we do, like, a cryptid episode where we just talk about, po- like, Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I have so many opinions on, like, how Maybe much you'd be dead. we just start a fucking Pokemon podcast. <laughs> Could we? God, I played competitively for too long not to have this knowledge go to waste. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> sure. Look out for it. Uh, we'll start planning it, putting it into the works today. And, the PokeCast? Uh, we'll, we'll get back to you with the Pokemon cast. Good God. Ugh. Just imagine that. Yeah. The Dover Demon would be a great Pokemon. The Dover Demon would be a great Pokemon. Just whack that thing with an Ultra Ball? What yeah. abilities would it have? How wild would that be? I mean, it would it, definitely have, like... It's definitely a Psychic type, right? I was going to say Fighting Psychic. Mm. Like, give it a cool combo type just because it looks like it would throw hands with you? Yeah, I was going to say, like, give it, like, one of the OP power combos, right? Like dark psychic Ooh, okay but like i don't know if it has like dark energy though because it's orange oh my god it is orange yo is it psychic fire psychic fire oh 
I do like fighting can psychic, this, though. Can this be a new, like, segment of what fucking Pokemon types would what cryptid <laughs> Pokemon types the cryptids be. Can we agree that Mar- Mothman is dark flying or fighting flying? Dark flying, for sure. Dark flying. See, the only reason I say fighting flying is because he's sculpted. Well, see, all the dark Pokemon are, like, omens, right? And he was an omen yeah. for the Silver Bridge, so. So, Mothman's dark flying. Yep. Is the Goatman normal grass? <laughs> I feel like the Goatman is like grass fighting. That would work. Because he hits people with an axe. axe. Yeah. We'd have to you know, like, an find axe a way would be to get so an axe OP into a Pokemon, for a Pokemon game. <laughs> Just imagine that. It's like, I'm going to use Thunderbolt. And it's like, I'm going to use fucking axe chop. <laughs> <laughs> Goatman just walks over and bludgeons Pikachu with an axe. Fuck. Because, like, canonically, Pokemon, when they faint, they're not, like, actually unconscious. They're just too tired to fight anymore. Yeah. Which, like, is cute. But then I have things where it's like, you could, like, Pokemon, by all respects, should be pretty brutalized at the end of a battle. Like, especially if it's a fighting type. Right? Like, that's not pretty. I feel like... like if it were... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is like, like you, we've seen, like, Ash get hit by, like, fucking, you know, Pokemon moves. And he's only died once. Oh, ow. It's the original oh, Pokemon ow. movie. Ow. It's not a spoiler. I cried. I'm. It's emotional pain. Everyone cried. That's literally the point. All the Pokemon cried. cried. All the Pokemon cried. I cried. God, there were some raw-ass lines in that movie, huh? That movie is really good. If you haven't seen the original Pokemon movie, go fucking watch it. Go watch go it. Go watch it. The original Pokemon movie was really good. I have like a four-box set of a bunch also, of Also, watch movies. the one where Entei is that one girl's dad. What? Yeah. I now have to go look this up, I feel like. It's, yeah. Because I watched the the, Latia, uh, the Latios and Latias Pokemon movie, mm-hmm. which was just like Pokemon in Venice this time. <laughs> and it was yeah. like actually really soothing. Yeah, like, no, some of the Pokemon it's a good movies movie. are pretty good. I really liked the uh, Zoroark one. That was really good. Yeah? Yeah. Zoroark's a good Pokemon, though. Okay, like, we're getting on a concept. <laughs> no, we gotta go. We gotta cut we it. We gotta cut it. It's... It's been really nice talking about our childhoods and Pokemon with you all. Um, but at the end of the day, this is still a Cryptids podcast. Um, if you oh. want more content from us, uh, you can find us on Twitter where we will update you on the Pokemon show, apparently. <laughs> it could just be a segment where we try to figure out what types of Cryptids would be what types of Pokemon. Um, yeah, just let oh. us know if... That was something you enjoyed. Leave a comment, like, subscribe. Uh, Let us know you're enjoying this content because honestly, we're enjoying it a lot and we enjoy like seeing you guys and talking to you guys and all that. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, If you want to reach us and, you know, hang out with us other places, where could they do that, Sid? Uh, If you want to see us do some cool live content, we stream on Twitch. We stream every Thursday from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Uh, and that is on the Midcast channel, T-H-E-M-Y-D-C-A-S-T. 
And I think this Thursday I've gotten <laughs> roped into playing Overwatch. Yeah. So have you ever played uh, Overwatch before, Sid? No. For the fans at home? No. No? I am notoriously bad at combat-based video games. I'm great at Pokemon. Like, turn-based RPGs and, like, tycoon games is where I shine. And then you ask me to play a real-time, like, combat game? No. <laughs> <laughs> I am so bad at Rocket League. I was removed from a friend Rocket League group chat. I am that bad. Oh my god. Oh no. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so we're going to be teaching um Sid how to play Overwatch and we're going to be doing that with a new addition to the um midpoint team uh which is uh Hunter or Laura as he goes by online. Um so come check that out. Um, that'll be a lot of fun and, uh, yeah. yeah, come meet him. If you want updates on that, uh, check out our Twitter, which is at on cryptids. Uh, that's the Twitter for the show. We also have a Twitter for the, um, midpoint the group, midpoint the team, network. yeah, the network. Yeah. Um, so go find us there. All the links are in the description below. So, uh, it makes yep. it really easy and really convenient for you guys to find us wherever you'd like. Um, yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for all your and, support. What were you going to say, Sid? And I was going to say thank you for your patience over the <laughs> holiday break. Oh, yes. Uh, it's been a little bit of a mess with the uh, holidays and just us being busy and things like that. So thanks so much for your patience and your continued support. Yeah. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see y'all in the woods. woods.